Welcome everybody back to another episode of the Armchair Crew Chief. My name is Jordan and I am joined by my lovely wife, Rebecca. And we finally had some racing that we could enjoy on a Sunday. Yes. So let's go ahead and we're not going to mince anything here. Let's dive into it. We'll start off with the truck race as we normally do. Uh, Start off with our qualifying. We had top five... Daniel Dye got the pole, Tyler Ankrum, Ty Majeski, Jack Wood, Christian Eckes. And then moving into stage one, Eckes, Ankrum, Lane Riggs was third, Grant Anfinger fourth, and Ty Majeski fifth. And then this is kind of where it started getting towards the end of the race. It started picking up some interesting running around. Uh, stage two, Kyle Busch moved up. This is one of his five races, I think it is, that he's going to be running for Spire Motorsports in the seven truck. Um, Tyler Ankrum got second, Grant Enfinger third, Tanner Gray fourth, Corey Heim fifth, and then moving on to the end of the race. So I think I think I was reading and I was we were watching. Grant Enfinger actually got um, he ran quite a bit of consistent laps um or i'm sorry christian eckes <coughs> well i think they all did christian eckes ran but then he had a, a break issue <clears throat> that he and we saw that on the in the tv he couldn't stop in his pit box he couldn't slow down he he had the issue before the end of stage one and so that's why they left him out and he won it and he was afraid being in the back, if there's wreck, he was just going to blow through somebody. Yeah. Um, and though, <clears throat> so between that, uh, surprisingly, there wasn't as many wrecks. We only had seven cautions in this race mm-hmm. in the super speedway compared to what 18 we had in Daytona. Yeah, and one of them was because a roof flap flew off. Yeah, that was pretty wild. The I don't even think it's even the safety flap i think it's like the whole part that sits there not just because that was that was pretty big yeah it was half of the roof flew off during caution i think it was i don't think it was during the race but it was during i think they're about to go green and it flew off i could be wrong it could have been during the race it flew off i mean in you know no damage to anything i think somebody did hit it but Mm -hmm. when you look at the truck itself it didn't happen it was actually the 41 of bailey curry the top area of the truck was compromised when it hit a piece of debris earlier in the vent and the roof eventually gave way that's mm. what the report was 20 lead changes through <clears throat> throughout um going back to Eckes leading the 20 laps he ended up um retiring after 50 laps because he couldn't just stop his brakes were kaputs um so that happened and then we had grant Amfinger ran quite a bit but he and he lost it because of a um tire going down he ended up not being able he was out for 21 laps for one of his tires lost pressure forcing him into the pits um and this was towards the end of it, mm-hmm. end of the race. So going towards the end of the race, our top five were Nick Sanchez, fifth, Taylor Gray, fourth, Corey Heim, third, Ty Majeski, second, and Kyle Busch 
got the win. Majeski was gaining ground on him, just couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. Um, towards the end, but surprisingly, there wasn't a lot of wrecks. Uh, they were P- having a hard time passing. I mean, it says there was a good amount of lead changes, but there wasn't a lot of side by side. It was it was a lot of single car. Single, single yeah, car. it was. I think what they were saying was a top line was coming in. Yeah, which surprisingly for the cup cars it was opposite well it was both you could run both lines because there were some guys that can make hay down at the bottom and then you had you guys up top that couldn't do anything um just lead talking looking into some of the people that we follow on here or that we discuss a little bit <clears throat> crafton got 13th uh raja caruth got eighth our pole sitter got ninth um we mentioned nick sanchez so there was a penalty, and it was for the person. I'm trying to find his name. It was a front row motorsports truck. He they they ended up throwing him in the uh, final. They put him at the very end. He got disqualified. So the reason he got disqualified was because he was missing windshield fasteners on his truck. Mm-hmm. So they pulled out the penalty for violating rule. You know. 14.4.10.1G, uh, which, you know, good luck trying to find that because nobody's going to have that. You know, not privy to it, us outside of NASCAR. But um, nobody else failed any inspections, so that moved on to that race. The worst race of the weekend was the... <laughs> the worst wa- race for a very long time. That was... Yeah, that was that was pretty... It was pretty horrible. It was... Uh, and, and we're not even saying that because of who won it. It was just... The Xfinity race it was, stupid. Was, was bad. It was, it was stupid, in my opinion. It was all just about fuel, and they could not pass at all. Right. It was single file. It was one of the most boring races I think I've ever watched in my life. So, going back... Similar to last week, you had Jesse Love sitting on the pole, Austin Hill second, John Hunter third, Riley Hurst fourth, Parker Kligerman fifth. Uh, that was your top five for qualifying. And then we get into stage one. Stage one, Jesse Love took it. They just rode around the track. Yeah, I mean, you had some people move up. Ryan Truex moved up to fourth, uh, Sam Mayer third, Riley Hurst second. Moving on to stage two, Jesse Love yet again, winning it. All guy, Riley Hurst, Ryan Truex, Sammy Smith as your top five. Uh, Jesse Love had the car car to beat, it seemed like, though. He was he was fast. And, and I don't even want to say just because of everybody just driving around, but nobody could pass him. You had some passing going around in the yeah, back. There were, but they couldn't they couldn't drive uh two they couldn't do two lanes, they only could do one lane. It was, and then there was just like, I feel like it was another one of the, like, saving fuel kind of things. Yeah, which, I mean, yeah, it did It did look like it turned into a fuel mileage race, which is just ridiculous that we're, we're, we're getting down to fuel mileage races and, you know, it, it doesn't make fun because everybody wants to run around half, half, uh half speed or so on there was a spin out towards the um i don't know when it was actually but it, it caused some sparks to fly at the end of the race where the crew chief for jj yaley came over and actually shoved kyle weatherman 
because they were they were following each other. J.J. Yaley got out of line a little bit. Weatherman followed him, looking at the replays. And Weatherman, I don't know if he checked if Yaley checked up or not, but Weatherman just ran in the back of him and spun him. Yeah. And so his crew chief came after him, and his crew chief actually got fined for that. Um, he is suspended for two races for that altercation that he had. Um, that was that was some that was probably the biggest thing that happened besides the. Besides the end of the race where everyone ran out of gas. Yeah, it, it was really, <laughs> really crappy. Um, really, really, really horrible. I mean, this was like they were going to run out, and people. You know, they did do a green white checker, but they were they were they were scheduled to run out before the green white checker, yes. just normal uh, race. So, but um, nobody wanted to give up track <laughs> position, so everyone just stayed out. Right. So then, they a bunch of people. Uh, ran out of gas. Yeah, what was interesting about that is the first people that ran out of gas were the Fords, Riley yeah. Hurst mm-hmm. and so and Haley Deegan and so on. They ran out. Caution. Yeah. Then we had another one where, you know, in this, I, I'm going to blame this one on Jesse Love for rookie. Yeah. He was leading in and he took the the checker flag or the green flag. And he was out. He ran out of fuel, did not get out of the way like everybody mm-hmm. else did. Ryan Truex got into him. That messed him up. He was out because he was up there second. He was actually third, I think. And then when they lined up, he was behind Jesse Love. Mm-hmm. They started going. Jesse Love runs out, doesn't move down, which he should have moved down. Truex bumps him. That messes Who else, him up. Somebody was also in the front, too, that ran out, and they moved down, and it was fine. Right. Who was that? I don't recall who that was um, on that restart. But so the top two ran out of gas. Yeah, the, the top a two. A few other people ran out, too. The top two ran out of gas. Um, so then... It allowed Austin Hill to win the second race. This yeah, was, he, he came out of nowhere because he had to... Didn't he something happen? He, he had, had issues. to go in and get Yeah, he gas. had damage and everything and he mm-hmm. was he didn't get gas. No, he didn't get gas, but he was he had damages to his car earlier in the race and he had to go from the back up to the front. Yeah. A couple and times. And then it was was it wasn't it Sheldon Creed too up there again? Creed was up there. He ended up he ended up finishing um I think he might have been one of the one I think he was the one that ran out of fuel because they showing they're showing him <clears throat> I don't see where he finished. There, fourth. So yeah, no, he didn't. Run yeah, out. no, he didn't run out. So this was the ba- this is the first time that somebody won back to back for the first two races since 2008 when Tony Stewart did it. Mm. Um, they were saying it stinks that stinks. That's Austin Hill because the the crew, the Fox Sports crew, was horrible. Yeah, it was Joey Logano so and. Bad. Uh, I can't remember who else it was up, up there with Joey. Well, I wouldn't say that they were so bad. Oh th- no, so they were much. bad. It's they were okay. Um, Fo- Fox is just becoming more and more of an eyesore when it comes to their broadcasts. Coming from, well, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But it, that's been something that's been a, a pain in the rear. Uh, so we had that. I think Love, as I said, hurt Truex on that. 
Uh, so finishing our top. Yeah, he still ran out of gas though. So yeah, but he probably wouldn't but have the reason I say that, and we'll we'll get to it after this. Austin Hill won. Chandler Smith second. SVG got third. Creed got fourth. Parker Rutzlaff got third. So going back to and then Anthony Alfredo, he started from the back, and nobody talked to him about this. Mm-hmm. This was kind of the same thing with. Um, he was the spin that we didn't see. Yeah, the, but that I think that was at Daytona. Was that at Daytona? No, that was at Daytona, not Atlanta. I think. No, it was here. He spun. Fox didn't show it, and he came back and finished seventh and didn't talk to him. Didn't mention any of it. I mean, Fox is becoming a laughing stock. I saw. I heard another podcast come out and say Flow Racing, which is pretty bad, is getting is closely being better than Fox. Or what? Where was that Daytona? I don't know what it was. But it was either he, Daytona. I think it was here because I have my notes saying he finished spun and came back and finished seventh. Okay. So I mean, it's becoming more and more of a joke, and it's. In, I mean, it's got to be embarrassing. I don't care who you are. This is this is ridiculous. I mean, people think that they're out there smoking pot on their. Uh, they don't pay attention. They they don't. They don't queue up things for the people that are commentating. No, but they're so quick to post these stupid videos that they have mm-hmm. that they did for pre-race. Yeah, that they want to play again and shove down your throat, mm-hmm. or go to a commercial, or the the side by side, whatever you know, with mm-hmm. all that. But they're so quick to put these little. I mean, they they play. They've been playing the same Joey Logano crap. But then too, and it's like a car is wrecking, and the guys are like, "Oh, there's a wreck," and it takes them. They're they're in the they're on the middle of the pack or something and it and you don't see the crash happening, and it's like okay what's happening and whoever, then it's like finally they show it. Whoever's producing this is either got to be new or they are just horrible, 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 horrible. I don't think they're new. I think they're just horrible because last year we ha- they had a lot of these issues as well. Yeah, this is the, this has been a poorly produced broadcast, and you know. Yeah, you got to pay attention. I got a feeling they don't pay attention either. They're shoving their face with a hot dog or something. But these guys are. I just remember that clip that we saw of Clint trying to make a point, and he's like, "See this car," and then they go off, and he just throws his pen. Like this was, I think it was last year. Last Mm -hmm. year. And it's the, the same race. stuff happening. It, it, yeah, it's the same stuff. And uh, going back to the same, I mentioned this podcast again. They were making fun of it because you know. Kevin Harvick, newbie, is sitting there trying to call the race and point stuff out. And they're like, hey, you know, they're radioing back to Kevin. Hey, Kevin, um, can you not talk about the race? We want to focus on this pothole over here. And, I mean, this is it's getting ridiculous. It's getting out of hand. It's I don't understand how they it can't be an embarrassment to the sport, to Fox as a broadcasting, as a sports broadcasting company. And where do they get this? Where do they get their degree from? Cracker Jack box? I mean, <laughs> I I would love to take a crack. I mean, if they can be this crappy at it, I'd love to take a crack at producing. Uh, you know, this. Yeah, you got thirty plus cameras to look at. Also, when we were talking about too, um, they didn't talk about Frankie Muniz at all for our Daytona. Yeah, well, I think they barely talked about him. Yeah. But not not as not as much as you think they would for somebody that's stinking Malcolm in the middle. And they're like, he literally was on Fox. <laughs> right, he was He's on like, Fox all teenage years. Right, Sammy's, growing up on Fox, and guess, we're not going to talk about him. At right, all. so going back to Xfinity race, <clears throat> uh, the gas shortage 
throughout the field, scrambled finishing order, leaving Sheldon Creed fourth, Retzlaff fifth, Clemens, Alfredo, Jeffrey Earnhardt, Ryan Truex, and Sammy Smith in the top ten. So going back to what you were saying where you think he was going to run out of fuel, the reason, and, and I'm pu- I'm pulling this out, you know, tenfold hat almost, where I think Ryan could have made it. And I say that because Austin Hill, with his mouth and the way he talked, he's like, oh, I bumped and I got more pickup in the fuel. It, ran, it, ran, it put the fuel to the pickup. So I was able to go. That mother trucker had... Enough fuel to do a burnout. Yeah. How in he, the world is that? He didn't run. He didn't run out of gas. No, no, he didn't. He didn't run out of fuel. No, it's ridiculous. Now he's running in the middle of the pack, but some of these other, like Truex wasn't leading. <clears throat> Jesse Love, okay, yeah, you run out of fuel. The Forge ran out of fuel on Q. That seems a lie, but yeah. I mean that was like two laps, three laps before everybody else was going to run mm-hmm. out of fuel. Mm-hmm. What in the world's going on? Something, something's fishy here with those ECR engines. Mm-hmm. And NASCAR's probably going to look the other way because it's RC. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> anyway, Austin Hill wins the race. We had post in, in space uh, inspections. Hill confirmed the winner. Loose lug nut violation for the nineteen car. Will result in monetary fine. Um, Jesse Love is the first driver since Christopher Bell in 2017 to lead more than 100 laps in his first two Xfinity Series starts combined. Uh, Chris C. Bell led 152 of 250 laps in his second start at Iowa. Love led 34 laps in, in a series debut last Monday at Daytona. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> the ones he led today or Saturday gave him a total of 191 over two races. So, I mean, it was boring. The the end was horrible. Yeah. I, it was it was it, it stunk. It was like I really hope NASCAR looks at this and this never happens again. Well, it was so it, bad. It's it's very fitting that this became a fuel mileage race because NASCAR came out and said that they were looking into the cup series race at Daytona for fuel mileage racing mm-hmm. and the way that they were laying off. Like we were talking about last podcast where Jimmy Johnson and, and a couple of the other guys were catching the lead draft. Yeah. That's not supposed to happen on no. a super speedway. Not at Daytona. So they're supposed to, you know, freight train. Right. Right. Right around. And them, I mean, like... <clears throat> going back to the stinking car of tomorrow, whenever they would run and they would just line up in, in a line that, that, that was some boring racing mm-hmm. on super speedways. Mm hmm. So, you know, I wasn't looking forward to Sunday's race after. Right. So that. going into Sunday's race or qualifying, <clears throat> we actually had the same first two front row, front row. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The same front row that we had at Daytona just swapped. Michael McDowell got his first ever pole. Mm-hmm. Logano got second. Kyle Busch third. Todd Gilliland fourth. Kyle Larson fifth. Front Row Motorsports showed out at Atlanta, leading yeah, the did. way Gillen was holding himself. I mean, yeah. the only thing that could have been better is if McDowell was in a stinking loves paint scheme yes. instead of the, the dog treat paint scheme yeah, that he was in. it was so ugly. Um, <clears throat> so going into stage one, McDowell led it. Blaney came up second. Ross Chastain third. Kyle Larson fourth. Kyle Busch fifth. Then we go into stage two. Cindric took it. Larson second, Blaney third, Suarez fourth, Truex fifth. So, and then Gillen was sixth. So you're seeing the usual suspects up here <clears throat> within the race itself. 
we had our big wreck a lap and a half into the race, I think is what that was. Where, oh, who was it? <clears throat> there was a big wreck that happened. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of cars involved. And, yeah, I think they said 16. Mm-hmm. It, it's the biggest wreck that's ever happened at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took out quite a few people. Lap 2 wreck. Um, yeah, we had speeding penalties that took out Kyle Busch a lot. I think he got two speeding penalties. Which was pretty crazy. Uh, Bubba Wallace got a speeding penalty. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Eric Jones, um, runaway tire. Now the big big thing in McDowell got McDowell got hit too. Uh, McDowell for hit. a pass through. Oh, okay. He had a pass through penalty. Yeah. But okay, so to give you an idea of why there were so many speeding penalties, when they reconfigured this track, they changed pit road speed. Yeah. So they well they kept they kept actual pit road speed the same. <clears throat> and they before. made entryway in where you were you got in on uh turn three is where you entered pit road. Yeah. Now mind you, this is a mile and a half super speedway. Mm-hmm. And it was the first race they had here at the new configuration. I think it was forty five from there all the way through pit road. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> For Atlanta fall, they changed it to fifty five, I think it is. Still slow. Yeah, but it isn't it like ninety um, before they get to the. Is it, is it is it ninety? I thought it was like fifty five or sixty. Not because I it's, thought it it's was ninety 40, and then fifty five. So it's forty five on the real road on the pit road still on on the pitway. Oh, so then, then maybe it, I'm wrong. It, it bumps it bumps to another speed at uh, a certain time frame. <clears throat> so when you enter pit road, as long as you're not entering under caution, similar to. Bristol, you're hitting, you're hitting pit road speed at a certain level, and I'm actually going to look that up real quick. Um, but that's what caused a lot of issues, and and that's what you you if you pit, you're going down a lap, a lap and a half at, yeah. mm-hmm. at Atlanta. Whereas on the other super speedways, Talladega and Daytona, you're not. Yeah. Um. So that was a big. A big thing. <clears throat> so it, it's, I don't know. It, it 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 made it for interesting, and so it is ninety miles an hour until you hit the the old pit road, mm-hmm. and then it drops down to forty five. Oh, forty five. Okay. Yeah. So one one thing they saw, I can't remember who it was. McDowell had an issue coming in, and he hit, <clears throat> and his um, tire locked up, and he hit Bowman, not Bowman, um, Byron. Byron, they spun. They spun going into pit on the pit road. On the pit road, right? Um, so that that's really, I think, where it messed McDowell up because his car was fast. Yeah, it was. It he was, was, it was passing really everyone. He had the handling and the speed, and that's what you need at Atlanta. At Atlanta. Right. So, um, so then Gilliland was doing really well too, because of that. He was both of those cars were just really fast. Right. The race featured forty-eight lead changes among fourteen drivers. The fifth straight race at Atlanta with more than a dozen leaders. Gilliland led a race high of fifty-eight laps, a team record for a single race for front-row motorsports. 
Cindric mm-hmm. was out in front for 32 laps, followed by Blaney 31. He was scaring me up there. He was doing so much stupid Cind- stuff. Uh, Cindric is so... Oh. And, and we've, we've talked about him. He's a blockhead when it comes to racing. And, <clears throat> yeah, he was making some really stupid moves, especially after the comment he made about Corey LaJoy <laughs> yes. at Daytona. Yes. And he's over getting squirrely. And, I mean, yes. You, you know, it, it, it made you, it made you want to, you know... Make sure you had brown pants on if you were racing near him because you might have soiled yourself. Yeah. So I think that was a that was kind of a you reap what you sow. He talked about someone else being that way, right? And then he was just like it. Yeah. The, and, and Atlanta was wild because they went four wide in a couple corners. Yes, too. they did. And that got hairy. It did. And they were they were racing two and three wide, um, wide almost the whole race. Right. They they it was <clears throat> I was so glad because I was like I do not want to sit here and just watch single file the entire time like the Xfinity race. And that's I was what, so like scared that this was going to happen. Right. And that's what kind of got Truex screwed up towards the end. So Truex was up front. He was up front for most of the day. He he started like 12th or 13th I think it was and he moved up front. And he was running up front for a lot, and I thought he might have had a chance of winning this thing. He did, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he followed Suarez out, mm-hmm. out of line, and the Suarez bumped back in, and Truex lost a spot. He, yeah, he and he just back. went back. Mm-hmm. So our our top five for the finishes, we had Bubba Wallace fifth, Austin Cindric fourth, and then what made it so wild and crazy was our top three which are Suarez, Blaney, and Bush were separated by point zero zero three mm-hmm. of a second. Mm-hmm. So Suarez barely won. I mean, he just barely won. There was actually a guy that got the shot from the opposite way mm-hmm. and showed it, and it was it was crazy. I mean, it was it, it was, was crazy. I I give them props too because they they did not crash. <laughs> no, they didn't crash. <laughs> because before that, though, what you were saying, Chris Chris Busher. Yeah. He was going in and out and in and out. And what did you say? I don't even remember. Uh, he, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had some gonads of steel to move around. And you most uh, you you would have had to have the same thing or just be blind and oblivious to it to be running around him. Yeah. Because, I mean, oh, my goodness. He was making moves that, like, I don't think, I don't think Senior would make. <laughs> being, yeah. They were... They were insane, and then it it caught up to him, and he crashed. Yeah, he he ended up crashing, unfortunately. Yeah, um, if you want to call it unfortunately, but I mean, <clears throat> so anyway, that was I mean, it was one of the closest races out there. It made it fun. It made it interesting. Um, yeah, it was it was um, it was a pretty good it was a pretty good race, and it was it was fun to watch three cars like literally going for the win and like. Not wrecking. <laughs> right. Right. Um, like, they all actually had a chance at the line. Then, towards the end, so, Logano actually made his way back up, too. So, Logano... Yeah, we heard, forgot to talk about Logano's Well, that, I mean, that's penalty. that's all part of that. That's all part of the penalty stuff. So, Logano, starting second, actually started at the back of the field, pass through, back of the field and a pass-through penalty. Yeah. So, the reason for his penalty was he they modified his glo- fire suit glove which you're not allowed to do. They put a webbing in between his thumb and his pointer finger to allow for more blocking of air on a super speedway. So when these guys are running single car qualifying on super speedways, they're going to put their hand up near the window net to help the air not come in and be more aerodynamically Mm -hmm. sound. 
So, I mean, everybody pretty much does it. They stick yeah. their hand up there. He just put webbing on his fire suit glove. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even the same glove he was going to be running in the race. Mm-hmm. NASCAR caught it on the in-car camera. Mm-hmm. They took the glove and inspected it, and they they caught him. Yeah. And then they said it was a it was a safety violation, but, like, I think that's because that's the only thing that they could figure out to say. Well, he modified a piece of safety equipment, so I, I get why they say it's a safety I, no, violation. No, I get that, but that's not... Because they, they're, they're saying it was unapproved. So it, the glove wasn't really unapproved. It's just they added onto the glove. Right, yeah. If the glove came from the company with that on there, it would have been legal. Right, but... As far as we know. Yeah. Yeah, so I... So it wasn't like he, he got a whole different glove. It was it was a glove that, that's approved that they he saw, but then he modified that it. That Joey's so. wife, you know, sewed webbing <laughs> on so that he could look like Lizard Man or whatever. Um, but he ended up getting collected by Mr. Boucher and the Dunny, and um, they got wrecked up towards the, the end of the race. Um, post-race inspections happened, nothing nothing out of the ordinary. It was, I mean, overall, like we were saying, it was a great race to watch. It was fun. It was interesting. Um, so going on to some more penalties that we had, Ryan Priest and Noah Graxon got caught, and this was after Daytona. They got caught with unapproved modifications for the roof air deflectors. And this was a, they modified a single source part, which is a L1 penalty. So they got docked 35 points and I think they got fined some kind of monetary money. Hmm. So, I mean, they're like dead lad. They're, unless they win, they're not in. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> you had that modification going on. And then with the glove that we were talking about, Joey got fined ten thousand dollars for it so it's a ten thousand dollar glove right there yeah ten thousand dollar glove that he could be using to help his hair club for men (laughs) but anyway so as wild and as entertaining as everybody thought the race was it was backed up by the tv numbers so it was up 33 percent over last year fox got a 4.5 million viewer rating rating Sunday night versus the 3.4 and 23. But with also, and then that was up five, that was up 5% over last season's Fontana race. Cause they raced Fontana, the second race of the mm-hmm. season last year. Mm-hmm. So that was even up over that. So it beat last year's Atlanta one race and it beat last year's Fontana race. Mm-hmm. The trucks was up 13% viewership, That's which good. is good because that's the thing that struggles with trucks is they're running. But I think some some of that is going to push NASCAR, which they already started doing, is running running the trucks in, in early afternoon on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Helps with the teams because they're traveling yeah. together. More people can see it because they were they – were, that's the thing that I never understood about the truck series. They're like, oh, we need more sponsors. We need more stuff. People don't come out for this. Well, they'd be running at 9 and 10 o'clock at night. Right. Uh, and it's like, if you're not from around there, you're not going to go. Right. You're not going to go. Go to the track <clears throat> to watch trucks f- till 11, 12 o'clock at night. Right. Exactly. On yeah. a Friday night. You're and that hurt them. not going to do that. That hurt them. So they moved it over. And then Xfinity was up 17%. So, <laughs> we'll see this week. <laughs> yeah, right. Might, After that it race. Might take a oh, big, my it might, goodness. It might take a big dump 
downfall. It was so bad. So, moving on from that, we have some other interesting information that kind of came out with some stuff. Um, Denny called out Justin Marks because of um, Daniel Suarez. Rumor had it that Daniel Suarez was actually going to be running <clears throat> was on the hot seat this this year. Yeah. And Marks downplayed that after he won. Mm-hmm. And Denny called him out on that. That's that's the only thing I can say that I like about Denny is he's not afraid to call people out on his little podcast thing. <laughs> Other than that, I can't stand well, the guy. While sometimes calling out himself yeah. Plus <laughs> without he, at, really realizing that it's he does the same stuff. But. Yeah. Plus the fact that he peed himself. He, he actually called himself out on that one. He peed himself <laughs> in, at the race. Oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> yeah, it was it was wild. Um, more news coming out. He Gets Us is going to be sponsoring Eric Almarola. Whether, you know, that's, that's a very controversial sponsor now after the Super Bowl ads. Plus, it's brought in a lot of light on the whole he gets his campaign with everybody but it's uh, it's slightly side funded by hobby lobby yeah but he was they were on it's not they were on ty new. gibbs before, they ty gibbs before. And, and they're going to be back on ty gibbs again they're, they're sponsoring i think they're sponsoring almarola for seven races this year mm-hmm. and they're sponsoring ty for eight i think i can't remember those numbers but i I do. Also, Hendrick announced that they're going to be running their Xfinity Series. Or they announced their Xfinity Series schedule. They're going to run the 17 car and select races, starting with Byron running Phoenix, not this week, next week. Ugh. Circuit of the Americas is going to have Larson in it. Darlington 1 will have Byron in it. Charlotte's going to have Chase Elliott. Sonoma Borset is coming back. That'll be Everybody, right. Everybody's favorite road racer. I just don't like that he's going with Hendrick. But you know he well, wants that's to like, drive. We, we so like he doesn't we care. like Raja, and he's the only reason he's with Spires because of Hendrick. I know. Um, Bowman's going to be running New Hampshire. Chicago's going to be Larson. Bowman. Yeah. Pocono's going to be Byron. Darlington two is going to be Elliott, and Watkins Glen's going to be Byron. So that that's going to be the lineup for Hendrick Motorsports going forward. I don't. I don't. I don't like. I don't like. Um, cup cars going into Xfinity that much. That's a lot of races for them to go in. And like like my family has talked about before, um, it takes away, if they win, it takes away from the everyday people in Xfinity. And it shouldn't count. Yeah, but this car, this car, like I would argue this car in itself. Now some of the stuff that Kyle Busch has done in trucks and things like that, and some of these other guys, yeah, they would take away. But, I mean, the same argument for Almirol and John Hunter, but that's a superstar card. There wasn't going to be anybody put in that car. They couldn't field somebody for that car, so they put that in there. Hendrick, they just run that car to get their driver's uh, experience at the tracks. So nobody was going to be in that car to begin with. That that would be my argument against what you're saying, where you're taking you're taking a, a ride away from somebody. No, I'm not saying you're taking a ride. You're taking away a chance at getting in the championship if they win. Yeah, you do. Which that's what they, I'm they saying. Shouldn't... It shouldn't count. It should go to the next person. 
Right. But they're not going to do that. That's that's not how NASCAR operates. I know it's not how NASCAR operates, but how many races is that? That's seven, I think I was saying, that they're going to be in there. So they're going to be in seven. If they win seven, that's seven races. If they win all of those, that's seven races that the people that are fighting to get in the championship won't be able to get in. That right. that yeah. makes it a lot more difficult for them. That that's it's just not. I don't I don't feel that's fair to the Xfinity drivers that drive every single week for Xfinity. And yeah, you know, I I do want to bring this up too because we I didn't mention this before uh, in Xfinity. Haley Deegan finished. I think it was twenty six. Uh, nope, twenty seventh. She's starting to prove that I don't think she belongs. She caught. She got caught up in, in I, the, a crash in the yeah, first. Yeah, but she race. qualified nineteenth in the first race. This is Atlanta. I know she qualified nineteenth. Didn't I don't, she get in a crash though? Too. If you're running back there, you're going to get caught in a crash. Is that because she's? I mean, but at we the same time, you can't. You you can't tell. They babied her so much and didn't let her just race the dang car. How do you know that's not what they're doing now? Because it's a different manufacturer. It's a different, not a manufacturer, but team. But I think you still need to give her a little more time. Okay. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, so that's that's pretty much the, the news that we have covering this stuff. Also, it's two super speedways in a row. Yeah. So I think you need to give her a little more time to see. Okay. We'll see what happens. I don't know. She hasn't impressed me yet. I thought it was going to be a little bit better. Yeah, but me. you're you're like a instant gratification person. You need it right now. You're, well, I you don't wanna, like to wait a long time. I want to. Wanna, I want to see it. I want to see it happen. I mean, every if we're gonna keep putting her in in the car and spending money on her. Now, granted, it's not my money, so I don't really care. But if I'm a, if I'm an owner, I, I'm not gonna take her out mid season like DG or DGR Racing or what? No. Whatever that racing company did with Matt D. Benedetto, which that dude has, I know he stood by his morals by backing out of that contract, but he's done nothing but hurt himself. And people aren't people are seeing this as a pity parade because he's going on social media with videos in his vehicle talking about stuff. And it's like, I from what I've seen on the inside of the NASCAR world kind of stuff with some of these guys, other like TikTokers, podcasts, social media people is he just needs to find himself a job or it's, I mean, it's, it's getting annoying seeing him in his car, just keep talking about what could have been and not getting locked in the future and getting stuff done. So like, I wouldn't put him out. I wouldn't pull her out like that, but I would go to her and be like, Hey, I need to see something almost like Corey did set a, set a, set a spot and say, Hey, we're going to hit 15th, finish 15th. I know, but you're saying this after the second race in a car when she was just in a truck, and I don't think she should have ever been put in that truck. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't the know. truck. I don't think she did <clears throat> well in the truck. The truck was not her style. It was not. Well, her they thing. moved. They moved her to Thor because the other company kicked her out of the of the truck, and yeah. then Thor Thor. Um, what's but, the what's the right what word? What I'm saying they, though is like, okay, so like when she was in. When she was doing, when she was coming up and she was in ARCA and all this stuff, she was really doing well, okay? And they, like, trusted her in the car. They put her in that truck and they didn't trust her at all. And they were, like, telling her, 
don't do this. We just want you to do this. And then, so then she got to the point where she was like, what am I supposed to do? Like she couldn't even drive the car anymore because they were just like telling her exactly what to do. And it's like, you can't do that to a driver. So now, now she's out of the truck and now she's back into a car and I think she can drive the car really well. Um, she's also not like, you know, it's not the greatest team in the world. That was, so that was DGR that did that to her. She was with DGR at Arca. They moved her up the trucks. They teamed her up with TJ majors. And I don't know who the, who the crew chief he was. He was, he was horrible with that. They didn't do a good job. They did not at all. <clears throat> they were like, we don't then, want you to go in the front. We just want you to stay back here and learn and stuff. And I'm like, how are you going to learn to be up in the front if you're going to make her just stay in the back? And and then she got to the point where she was just like, I don't even know what to do. But then Thor tried to help her with that. They gave her Ben Rhodes' as crew chief. They gave her they, they gave her more opportunities. I mean, shoot, Thor went from Toyota back to Ford for Haley Deegan. Nothing else from what I've gathered. And they're like halfway through the season, they said, or I, I don't, they were like, here. You're gonna have Ben. We know Ben Rhodes can win champion, or Ben Rhodes, crew chief can win champions. He know he knows what he's doing. Go, and she still didn't survive well either. Now, Grant, and I mean, if to, um, and I'm gonna argue against myself here because granted, it's trucks and they wreck left and right. Yeah, but she didn't. They they took they took that crew chief back to Ben Rhodes because Ben Rhodes started struggling, and then she just didn't. She couldn't do anything with it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that. It, like I said, I don't know that it's if that was a good representation of her driving, because they she put her in the SRX and she's driving against. Yeah, but that's also dirt. all those. Okay, not all of them are dirt. The good, the ones, the majority of the ones that she ran were dirt. Okay, like well, they, she did they, amazing. They put her in there because that's her specialty is dirt racing. Okay, so, so I don't, I don't, we'll see what happens. But it's also a car. <laughs> Let her let her prove me wrong. Let's just say that. Let her prove yeah, me wrong. Yeah, I hope she does prove me wrong. I mean, she may not, but like I said, she got caught up in what lap three of Daytona. Yeah, well, Daytona crashed terrible. So you're you're saying this after basically one race? Yeah, you, we'll, we'll you got to give happens. her time. Okay, we'll give her time. <laughs> uh, another news out there is, <clears throat> I think it was Gase. I, I I've been losing this, Joey Gase signed up or took took essentially took money from Frankie Muniz as we were talking to before. No, that was it's not Gase. Or is it Yaley? No. Maybe it was Gase. I think it's like Gase. Gage or it's, something. No, okay, it's Gase. It's Gase. It's, okay. it's Joey okay. Gase. He took money from Frankie Muniz, turned it into Muniz hyphen Gase motorsports. And we'll I, I we'll probably see Frankie Muniz running a lot more racing now because he's got a he's got a vested interest in a car. I hope so. It's fun. And no, I hope I, Fox actually like shows not, them on television. They're not. Don't don't worry about that. They're not. <laughs> don't 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 count your chickens for the you know. Anyway, so moving on into our weekend coming up, we are at Las Vegas. We are starting off with trucks on Friday, practice and qualifying four thirty five Eastern. It's going to be on FS one qualifying five oh five FS one. Then we're going to have practice and qualifying for Xfinity, 635 Eastern, 705 Eastern. So we're still looking at, what's that, three-hour difference. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, four o'clock, four oh five Easterns when qualifying. That's all FS one, Sirius XM, no radio. Craftsman Truck Series is gonna be running at nine PM Eastern, which goes back to the whole story of the fact that we said trucks are failing because of where they put them. Nine Eastern. Granted, that is six East, six Pacific mm-hmm. when the race is going to start, but the majority of NASCAR fans are on the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. Keep telling yourself, NASCAR, that they're not, but they are. Okay? Mm. Let them expand out there, but you got to... Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter if they expand that they're more than... More than fifty percent of the population of the United States lives, lives on, on the, the East Coast. Yeah, but so it doesn't matter. Even everything if they expand over, but there. everything caters to the West Coast. Anyway, that's mm-hmm. another rant for the day. FS1 and MRN is going to have the radio call with SiriusXM is going to simulcast it. That is nine Eastern on Friday. The Victoria's Voice Foundation two hundred. Saturday we get the the big boys on the track, practice and qualifying happening two o five Eastern two fifty. Eastern's qualifying. That's going to be on FS1 and PRN has the broadcast simulcast on Sirius XM. <clears throat> then the the race Xfinity race at five Eastern. Okay, it on. is called the Layuna, which I think Layuna is a union. Okay, I think I'm they have such this. They have such silly names for their. They're racist. Yeah, I mean... Labor's International Union of North America. Okay. They... uh, You would first notice them. They were sponsoring a... I think it was a Joe Gibbs car a few years ago. Mm. And it's a lower... It's all capital except for the I. So the international is lowercase. Labor's... So it's, it's... Quote, the Labor's International Union of North America race. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be on FS1. PRN has the radio broadcast simulcast on Sirius XM. And then the big boys come out for the Pennzoil 400 starting at 3.30 Eastern. Green flag's probably going to be waving at about 4 o'clock Eastern. That's going to be on Fox. PRN's got the radio and Sirius simulcasting. PRN's got the radio because it's a Speedway Motorsports track. I don't like PRN, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So that is our weekend coverage um, going into it because we've been talking about this and it has become a point of inflection going forward with everything with the stage lengths for the cup series after our good old Daytona debacle. Pennzoil 400 is going to be 102 miles. If I'm reading this right, I don't think that's right, but it's going to be 80, 85 and one Oh two. That's like not that much. It's, it's 267 laps, 400 miles because it's another mile and a half track. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have too many, I will not get off my soapbox for saying we have too many mile and a half. Yeah. I saw an article just recently. I didn't read it, but maybe that's the way they make them more interesting because I mean, Atlanta was a mile and a half and it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Turn it. The, the article came out and stated, and I can't remember who said it. Should more mile and a half be reconfigured like Atlanta? 
maybe one. Oh, we have over over half of the car, over half of the races that we have this year. Over half the tracks we visit, we're not even count the races because some of them are most of them are doubled. Over half the tracks we go to are mile and a half. Yeah, you, and I don't like that because they double they'll double mile and a half, and they like took away like Pocono used to be a double. Yeah, um, Dover was was a double. They're not Do- double Dover anymore. was a double. No, no Dover Dover the one the one mile concrete track went to a mile and a half called Nashville Super Speedway. Dumb. So, yeah, we have a ton of mile and a halves. It's like it. I would rather see a double with the interesting different tracks like Pocono that only has three turns, or like Dover that is a one mile concrete. Right. Well, you know, I mean, Bristol po- I like too. Pocono there's still two, right? Yes, Bristol's okay, two. The seven nightmares and everything. Right. Bristol's so. Bristol's gone back to no dirt, so Bristol's yeah. straight concrete mm-hmm. throughout. Pocono's interesting because it's super speedway length, but it's not super speedway ran. Yeah. Turn that sucker into a super speedway. No, they'd fly off the track. <laughs> That's the point. Make it make it so that they have to let off. The, well, you know, we I, I somebody that listens to this podcast, I think he still does, and he's going to get a chuckle about this because he's talked about this till he's blue in the face. And he's come out and said, "Take the restrictors off the race cars and let them go as fast as they want to go, and make them lift." I think I think though that they will go as fast as they go, and people are gonna get hurt. And somebody's hurt. gonna die. And yeah, somebody's gonna. Die. I mean, and Truex said in the the uh, <clears throat> the red flag when they were cleaning up some of the wreck at the end of the race because they talked to Kyle Busch, they talked to Truex, and they talked to somebody else. He flat out came out and said it, and it was. I, I'm glad that I think it was Boyer picked up on it, Harvick picked up on it because, and, and I like having Harvick in the booth because he has experience under this car. I think when they and switched, racing against these guys, right? I but I just comparing Harvick and Boyer. I think what put Harvick uh, put Boyer at a disadvantage was he has not raced in this car, mm-hmm. and going around the lap, going around the track in the car by yourself doesn't count. Yeah, <clears throat> and Truex was like, "It's challenging because you're getting squirrely in the turn. The car is making you drive more. It's show, and this was the intention of the car." So it's it's actually doing what it's supposed to do. It's just not as amplified as I think some of us would like to see it. Mm-hmm. Where the car, it's got to be more driver based than car based. And the old cars were more car based. Mm-hmm. Now these are more driver based cars, but they're still they still have a lot of the <clears throat> car base handling in there. Put it more on the driver, and that was the intention of this car. Mm-hmm. So you could have somebody like a Corey LaJoy that's running in a spire. Right. And I don't think I don't think this car totally hit the mark with it, though. No, still. and they're still they're still working with it. Mm-hmm. So you know that rant stage lengths. You know we're running two hundred sixty seven laps. It is split state, and it's not split evenly. So to give you guys an idea, Atlanta was split. Uh, Daytona was split 65, 65, 70 for 200 laps total. Atlanta was split 60, 100, 100 for 260 laps. Then you have Vegas, which is going to be run 267. So it's not, it can't be a full mile and a half or 
to an extent, whatever, because it's you're running more laps, but you're running 80, 85, 102. It's kind of, eh. Then we go to our first mile track, which is Phoenix. I don't like Phoenix. But, so, close Phoenix out. Phoenix is boring. It is, it is. They tried to restructure it with that dog leg and moving. They moved they moved the start finish line to turn to the old turn four to make it more interesting. But or, or turn three, I think it was. I don't know. It's they still mo- boring. And it's not. We could get rid of Phoenix easy. Because they cut off. They're not, though, because it's an SMI track. I know they won't. <laughs> I'm just saying, in a perfect world, they could. So, who do you think, Who who's your who's your prediction for... Vegas. I don't know who's who <clears throat> normally runs well at Vegas. Hendrick. Oh, Byron. Blech. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna come out here and say we're gonna have a Ford win it. Ford had, and the reason I'm saying this is Ford has redone their car with this dark horse Mustang. So it's gonna be Joey Logano. I don't even think it's gonna be Logano. I think it's gonna be front row. Mm. Maybe. They've been really good the last two races. They've had they've had a really strong vehicle. Mm-hmm. The thing, so I mean, and they like we've been working up since last year, right? Last year. And like and the and, and, and the re- another reason for arguing that is they're essentially a Penske team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are Penske. Yeah. So you know, Penske Penske's got Wood Brothers and they got Front Row. Mm-hmm. But that's also Logano. So I don't know. Um, Could be Blaney, but. I don't think so. I think it's going to be McDowell, if anybody. I'd like to see a Toyota up there. I know a lot of people have shit. Could be. If a Toyota is up there, I'd say Reddick. No. It's going to be Bell. Uh, it's yeah, going to, I, I say Bell or Truex, because Truex runs pretty good at Vegas. Okay. I don't I don't remember who runs good at Vegas. I don't really... Vegas but but recently, actually, but recently, but recently, it has been a, a Byron or a Larson running away with it. That's why it's not interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, because it gets so annoying. So, but I I think with because Ford redid this vehicle, this body, to be better at mile and a half because they stunk at mile and a half. Yeah, and they redid this body for that. Toyota redid their body to be better pushers on super speedways, mm-hmm. and we saw it. Yeah, it, they mm-hmm. didn't get a win from it, but we saw it. Yeah. Now it's time to see if their car is going to hurt from going to <laughs> they didn't get half. a win but they didn't all crash out like normally <laughs> correct yeah exactly so it's gonna it, i i want to see i'm going to be looking and paying attention to toyota to see if they totally you know ruin their mile and a half because if it was me and i'm toyota i'm going back and i'm redoing some stuff on this car to make it more mile and a half friendly because you have so many stinking mile and a half i'm sorry Clint Boyer, I think he said it. You got to win a super speedway race to help yourself in the playoffs. False. No, you have to win a mile and a half. You have to mm-hmm. win a mile and a half, and you have to be able to hold your own. That's how Byron won all the those races. They're all pretty much the same race. But then Blaney won Atlanta super speedway. Yeah. But and you got to be able to hold. This is the key here too. You got to be able to hold your own. Top ten finishes. At all the like sixty five hundred road courses that we're going to, mm-hmm. you got to be able to do that, and you got to be able to do that. Like I said, I think Sonoma's going to have a totally different winner than what's used to being at Sonoma because of the repave. They're black topping it. It's going to be. 
I, it's going to be crazy to see what happens there. I think it, the handling is going to just be off. I kind of hope it's a wreck fest. Then, but the mile and a halfs, you know, I, I, I don't want Chevrolet up there, but I think, unfortunately, I think it's going to be. But I would like this. I think the dark horse maybe, is going up there. <laughs> maybe since what would be nice is it'd be a little bit more even and it'd be a lot of good racing, like a lot of lead changes. Maybe, hopefully. Stuff. That but would I mean, be good it's also a mile and a half. Mile so. and a half were so boring last yeah, year. Yeah, you'd, you'd have so you'd have boring. your guy get out there for a three-second lead and you'd have your fighting and shifting in the back, but nobody would be able to come up nope, and win the race. Nobody would get take over them. it. Mm-hmm. And they would just... You know, you might be able to gain it on on pit road at cautions, mm-hmm. but you're not going to do it. Yeah. And that's what stinks about those races. But anyway, we'll see what happens going on to Saturday or Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So what's your official prediction on who's going to win? So far, neither of us has. I, I think it's going to be front row. It's going to be McDowell. Okay. And then I will pick Seabell. Even though I pick Seabell. Did I pick You pick Seabell the past week? three. Yeah. And, he, <laughs> and he's done. He's wrecked out. He's wrecked out. <laughs> well, I'm, you got I'm the Grigory on him. Okay. I'm going to pick. <laughs> I'm going to pick Seabell again. If he wrecks out, then I won't pick him anymore. Yeah. You're not allowed to pick him anymore. And I will apologize to Seabell for picking him. Yeah. We'll go find him at Pocono. And you can go apologize. Those first few races of the season, you wrecked because of me. I picked you on the. On this. <laughs> but yeah, I, I wish I had the stats on who won the race last year, and I just don't have that right in front of me. But I mean, I'm, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? It's it's so hard to tell. Vegas, and, and it's Vegas. You know, it depends on what the temperature is going to be like there too. So anyway, all right, guys. Well. The- <laughs> We'll end, on, we'll end on that random random nugget of a note. Um, thank you guys for listening, and we hope you guys like, share the podcast, subscribe, pass it along. Let's get this thing growing, and we will see you guys next time. Have a good one. Bye.